at the party, Richter! Hello, and welcome to... See at the party, Richter! For this episode, we'll be discussing Arnold's 2015 vehicle. I keep using that word, but whatever. Uh, Maggie. So, first of all, Aaron, have you seen this movie? Yeah, uh, yes and no. I saw, like, half hour of it, maybe? What do you remember about it? Um, I remember it being slow to start. But I didn't get past the start, so uh, I remember it being slow. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. So I think in our past episode we discussed um, about collateral damage, like what type of movie it could have went went from, uh, going from like a man dealing with his feelings after he lost his family, you know, what we call a Mark Ruffalo movie, <laughs> or just like I'm gonna go kill a bunch of people movie. It ended up being the the latter. This movie is more of the the former. And um, I don't necessarily, I'm not saying that in a bad way, because it was actually, I remember being a pretty good movie. I did see this in theaters uh, when it came out in 2015. I remember enjoying it, being a little disappointed that, uh, you know, a movie is like, you kill a bunch hey, of zombies. It's got, yeah, it's got Arnold and zombies. You're like, all right, I'm going to see some heads blown off. Uh, but it was actually, you know pretty heartfelt and 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 good um yeah basically that's the entire fucking plot uh uh, his daughter um i forget her name abigail breslin no no no. the character's name oh uh i'm pretty sure she goes by abigail breslin in the movie too oh she does yeah i'm pretty sure okay then where does maggie come from oh no that that's that's the zombie infection it's a it's an acronym okay yeah mutant absorbed getting good in everyone that's what maggie is okay it sounds like a hell of a virus i know well you know how they do things they're like you know we got to think of a good acronym and then they work their way around that you know yeah like it's one of those things uh okay anyways it's stupid much like this conversation um uh but yeah, it's, I remember being like kind of heartfelt and like, uh, you know, Abigail Brinson is slowly becoming the zombie and Arnold's just got to deal with it. And his daughter's also, you know, a teenager and she wants to like hang out with her friends before she becomes a fucking zombie. I don't know. It's an interesting take on it. Uh, is it like a more like, like grounded, realistic take on it then? Yeah, actually, I, 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 I would say that. Um, well, usually like in, in Arnold movies, uh, zombie movies, you know, it's like people either, which I never get with zombie movies. Like, do the zombies want to like get other people to eat them or do they want to just bite them for them to become zombies and they make more zombies like zombie sex? So what's Hmm. like zombies motivation? Because a lot of times they like attack somebody and they like rip their guts open and everything like, Um, so they just want human flesh all the time or do they want to like quote so. unquote, breed with them and just bite them and they create more zombies i think it's i think they want brains and then and then what happens is those people like not everybody dies because not everybody gets like so some people just get bit and then uh you know they end up turning into a zombie instead of just becoming food gotcha so it's like shooting a deer with an arrow and having it run away, and you don't get to eat and that deer. And then it becomes a zombie. But then that deer becomes a human? 
Yeah, exactly. And so now there's one more human and one last deer. So the food sure supply works. percentage. Okay, got it. Um, yeah. Supply and demand, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think my original point with that was usually zombie movies, like <laughs> the zombies are all crazy. And as soon as somebody gets caught, they get ripped, their guts ripped out. Or, um, or they get bitten and become a zombie in like 30 minutes. Uh, this one kind of deals with like, hey, what happens if... I think she gets bitten. I don't know. What it happens is, yeah, somebody gets bitten and it's like a month before they become a zombie and there ain't shit you can do about it. That, that uh, sounds actually like a good comedy. It's like this guy just living his life. Like Weekend at Bernie's? Well, no, like uh, like uh, you got to live your life sort of thing. Like Ted was a low-level <laughs> uh, accountant or something like that that always said no to stuff. It's like, no, man. Until one day. Until <laughs> one day he got bit by a zombie and Ted realized it's time to start living. And he's just like going and doing a bunch of crazy shit just because, but he's like also slowly like he's losing his yeah. humanity. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> like Yo- YOLO, but with the Z. He's a zombie. It's called Zolo. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> there you go. But yeah. It, that it, it can go like on Schwarzenegger went that way with it, but you can also go that way with it, which no one's made yet. Yeah, weekend which would take just as long. Zombies, which is zombies, <laughs> Bernie. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good alternates to that. But I, I don't know. I, I think, I think part of the reason why we ended up not finishing it. Well, first of all, we were drinking, and I think it was slow enough to where it was putting us to sleep. And then secondly, we were, I would think I was expecting like, oh, hell yeah. Like exactly what you were expecting. Like he's going to fucking kill some zombies in this. Yeah. Cause he's all pissed. He kind of wanted commando too, but the zombie version, you yeah. know, where it's just like not a bunch of old green berets kidnapped my daughter, but some zombies bitter. So I got to go not get her back, but just kill a bunch of zombies because I'm, I'm pissed. Do you, uh, never mind. I was going to ask you more plot stuff, but I'll just, I'll just wait. Cause I was, yeah. Because like, I know they're traveling, but I, I'll find out where they're going. I mean, I, I maxed out my knowledge in that. I did see it came out six years ago, so uh, I don't really remember much. But I will say it is one of the few Arnold movies I saw in theaters, which includes Terminator 2, Collateral Damage, I'm, yeah, Terminator 3, and I think this movie. I think that's it. You don't watch Genesis. Oh, in Genesis. Yeah, thank you. Damn. I think I might have Kindergarten Cop on you and that's it. You watch Kindergarten Cop in theaters? I'm like, uh, I like I, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm like almost positive that was my first movie I watched in the theaters besides maybe The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. So, like which came out the year, be- the year before. But I think it was one of the first ones. Yeah, my grandma took my brother and I to Little Mermaid and we hated it because it was like, girly shit the fuck is this grandma fucking bitch <laughs> that's what you said um, yeah left her at the fucking theater yeah get the fuck out of here <laughs> buy me a bottle of jack um no that didn't happen my grandma's a lovely person and i probably like actually really enjoy that movie but like i couldn't admit it because it was girly yeah you know yeah maybe she would have took you to like aladdin yeah well aladdin's like my favorite Disney movie. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but Little Mermaid's a great movie. Um, it's true. Not, not to talk shit on it. It's a good movie. Uh, yeah. But 
Any other thoughts on on Maggie? The only thing I the only scene I remember is um, her skin was kind of becoming like varicose veined, but really veiny, like white skin and really veiny, but it was like black instead of blue. Hmm. That's about the only thing I remember. And yeah, no, that's it. So I'm curious if people were going into this movie um, after seeing her in because uh, she's in Zombieland, I think. They're like, oh yeah, another zombie movie, sweet. And I see this movie like, oh, and this one's got Arnold Schwarzenegger, hell yeah. But then like you know, yeah, you know the like Zombieland's kind of you know an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie derivative where it's like kind of a it's more comedy than action, but you know yeah. it's kind of based on that old Arnold idea of that. So I can totally understand the idea. Like if you heard of a zombie movie with those two in it, you'd think one thing, but you know, I don't know if Arnold was the best choice for this, but maybe it was like subtlety, you know, it's like you would expect him to go blow the shit out of a bunch of zombies, but he doesn't. He's just a man slowly losing his daughter. (laughs) Sounds Uh, so sad. (laughs) Yeah, it is sad. Um, Still waiting for Maggie too when he just takes revenge on the zombies, so we can still have that. Maggie too. Um, I can't think of it. I can't think of like a subtitle. Anyway, all right. So we're gonna go watch this movie, and then we're gonna come back right afterwards and record this podcast. So, well, it'll be about ninety-five minutes for us. You will hear us in about I don't know six seconds. So we'll see you then. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, no, she's well beyond the time. She needs to be in quarantine. We got an entire town to protect. Going to the house, Wade. No, she needs to be in quarantine. No, leave her alone. She's just a quarantine-ager. And we are back after watching the movie, and we're joined by my, uh, it's actually my brother, Chris. How's it going? Good, good. Good, thanks for uh, joining us. Before we get uh, going through the movie. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. Sure. I want to have them answered immediately. Perfect. First off, obviously a fan, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I would say I've seen probably like 60% of his movies. Probably not as many as you guys, but I know that I'm I'm pretty familiar with most of the, the big ones. Like, I, I don't know. I thought I saw most of them, but then we, when I saw the list, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> There's a lot of them I haven't seen. But uh, what's your favorite one? Uh, I think my favorite one is uh, Twins. like if you if you were asking me which one was the best one i'd probably say judgment day but after watching twins for the first time in a long time like a year ago i really like that one and i think it's nice to see him play a little bit against type like he gets to be like a a super nice guy like yeah i think that was his first time doing comedy too yeah yeah and also uh chris is aaron's brother so i like to think there's a little bit of that brother relationship there when he watches it i'm the devito (laughs) to his schwarzenegger (laughs) I was thinking the other way, but all right, whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, so, and then do you have one that you're not really a fan of that you've seen? Uh, of the ones I've seen, my least favorite is probably Batman and Robin. Like, not not that he's the worst part of that one. It's just a movie that I don't super enjoy. Yeah, just all around bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually kind of looking forward to doing this that one, but, like, <laughs> it kind of seems like the the more humor is in the movie, the harder it is to make jokes for it. Cause it already yeah. has them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the end of days one was super easy to write for. That's a good point. And I think that movie is 
just so bad and has so much going on that it'll probably take many hours to go through it all. And it's super campy, so it's kind of hard to make fun of campy stuff because you know that they're doing it on purpose, but if they don't do it well, it's just like, I don't know, it's not conducive. Yeah, so like we we did the uh, Commando one like maybe three or four weeks ago, and that one I was writing and I was like, I was getting frustrated when I was writing it because I just they're already doing jokes like i'm just kind of summarizing <laughs> stuff because it, this movie is it was so like uh i wouldn't say that one would you call that one campy no but i think it's more self-aware than some of the other ones oh for sure but, but not campy it's just in 80s action that's just the best way to describe it oh, like yeah i i i guess that's his own genre as they <laughs> say um uh but that's just the best way to de- describe that movie. It's just an 80s action movie, so. Okay. Um, okay, have you seen uh, the movie that we're going to do, Maggie? No, this was the first time I've seen it. Okay, cool. Anything else we want to mention before we get into production stuff? Uh, yeah, so um, as I mentioned, Aaron, or Chris is Aaron's brother. Uh, and I used to, you know, we were like in our early 20s late teens it sometimes crash on Aaron's couch and by Aaron's couch, I mean his mom's couch because <laughs> you know, um, and then I'd wake up and then Chris would just be sitting there kind of staring at the wall. What is he doing? <laughs> like, dude, you can watch TV. Like you don't have to worry about waking me up or anything. And he's like, Oh, okay. And like put on SpongeBob or something. So, um, I just wanted to tell you, thank you. I appreciate the, uh, uh, being kind and worrying about my sleep. Uh, sure man you were always the nicest of Aaron's friends oh well that's that's good to know uh but yeah at least dick hit it so (laughs) back in those days i could sleep through like a a hurricane so um i don't think a little spongebob was gonna bother me but thank you (laughs) that was very nice of you yeah no mostly i was just like a super scared kid who didn't want (laughs) to wake anybody up or like (laughs) but also obsessed with saturday morning cartoons so you know Saturday morning cartoons were good. Yeah. I witnessed the death of them. That was kind of sad, but... Oh, yeah. I was still, like, almost the age that was supposed to be watching them when they died, so... Like, you mean when they started... Well, they don't have them anymore, right? Exactly. That's what I mean. They started literally, like, wiping the programming blocks off of the the networks one by one. Yeah. So it's like, if you didn't have cable, Saturday morning cartoons just kind of disappeared. Okay. Now they're just always on. Yeah, you have Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and shit, and there's yeah. always something on. But, uh, okay, so, any other thoughts, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I believe that's it. Okay. Honestly, I just like watching Joe sleep. He's very peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if you're just sitting there watching you. You're fine, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to watch SpongeBob. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're my new SpongeBob. SpongeBob Joe Pants. <laughs> Um, I just want to say between that and the last story that was told about me on this podcast, I sound really <laughs> creepy. That's right. I, I forgot about that. By the way, oh yeah, my brother was the one who I came home and I was and uh, the porn story where I came home and he found yeah. some incriminating evidence. Oh yeah, yes. I know. Uh, I meant to. I have, I'm assuming I've talked to you about that before, right? Uh, I don't think you've like mentioned it to. I think that was the first time we really talked about it when you. When you okay. texted me to let me know it was on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, I asked you first. Well, sure, but yeah. Okay. Um, that, that's why I was like, I always, I always 
I figured I would have talked to you about that before because uh, I drink a lot when you're around, so <laughs> I figured it would have came up. <laughs> hey, remember that time when you were trying to watch, uh, I think it was lesbian porn, and I came in? <laughs> I have no idea no? what you're talking about. <laughs> See, I don't remember that part. I don't remember trying to be that uh, stone-faced about it, but, you know, I have a lot of deep shame, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so uh, actually, one last thing. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. I've talked about banging <laughs> your mom a lot. Not on this podcast yet, but uh, that has happened. So, um, in the past 25 years, it's, it's happened quite often. <laughs> it's true. Uh, got it. Good to know. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's get into the production stuff out of the way real fast and get into the movie. Uh, thankfully, there wasn't a whole lot of it. Just cause the movie was tiny, but. It was, uh, the movie was directed by Henry Hobson. This was actually the first movie he directed, but after this, he went on to direct Halo 5, which I didn't know they made five of them. The video game? Yeah. I, it said Halo 5, some, and then it had a, like a, what is that, like a, like a subtitle or whatever? No. Oh. But uh, maybe they made movies of them. I don't think so. I think they made a, a movie, but I didn't know. They because I believe he was a um, like a visual artist or yeah, something. Yeah, this, he correct? designed title cards for movies and video games. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Because I was about to say, I don't see how the skill set really crosses between like running a video game and directing a movie. But Well, yeah, I don't know. But he did like he did The Last of Us, which made sense because I like, mm. yeah, but it's just like the title card. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was written by John Scott 3. Which what? It's definitely John Scott three, not the third. No, it's not the third because they do um, during this Reddit interview that I'm going to show you guys. They uh, mentioned like Arnold, Arnold, and the director on it, and they mentioned it. And he's like, "No, it's it's not. It's not the third. It's three. <laughs> and then he kind of he kind of starts like doesn't make fun of it, but they're just kind of like gives it like a eye roll comment, like Ugh, <laughs> this fucking guy. But anyway. Um, this is the only movie that he's written. So this is the only movie that he's written or pretty much done. I think he's produ- I think he produced it too. And he's actually a NASA engineer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe NASA invented him. He's just like the third version of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they named shuttles. They named- <laughs> <laughs> so it premiered on April 23rd, 2015 at the Tribeca Film Festival. And was then given a limited theatrical release on May 8, 2015, as well as being simultaneously released on video, uh, video on demand, which Arnold mentions in the Reddit interview that like that I'm going to show, but he doesn't seem too happy about the fact that it what, didn't get a wide release. <laughs> yeah, so it had a budget of $1.4 which was Arnold's lowest budgeted movie since the first Terminator. But then it ended up making back or making $1.6 So, I mean, wow. Yeah. Uh, so trying to find any production stuff for the movie was a pain because it, like I said, because of how small scale it was, it also didn't help that this movie came out the same year as Terminator, Terminator Genesis, <laughs> like two months later. So pretty much all the interviews I could find with him in 2015 were all for that, like, especially on the talk shows. Mm. Plus it didn't help that this movie is so serious. Like most of the interviews that I was able to find are just them talking about how they got, like they're getting into the role and just shit like that, which is fine, but like... Like boring actor stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, anyway, did manage to find a couple of clips that were checking out. 
uh, and then one that's I'm going to show you that's unintentionally funny. Okay, so this uh, first one is of Abigail Breslin on uh, Seth Meyers and talking about working with Arnold and how he can be a little bit intimidating, even though he's a super nice dude. Really nice and normal yeah. and super like sweet. But I was, I mean, you, you, you can't help but be a little bit intimidated. And yeah. so I, I was one of the first days that we were actually working together. Like it was our first big scene together and I'm in hair and makeup and I did actually have to put on makeup to look like a zombie this day, shockingly. That's good, a good day for you. And, <laughs> good day for me, yeah. yeah. And, um, but I went into hair and makeup and Carrie, the makeup artist, we were, we were friends. And so we were talking and I was talking about this guy and I was like, I can't believe, like he unfriended me on Facebook. Like this is so rude. Like he messed me up and now I have to like, he has to unfriend me, like friend me back. Like I want to unfriend him. I want that <laughs> right. And I was like just complaining on and on and she kept being like, Abby, Abby, like, and I was like, what? Why are you like defending him to me? She's like, uh, turn around. And I turned around and Arnold was standing there. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, hi. I'm so sorry. This is so awkward. And he was like, Abigail, who is this guy? He's <laughs> 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 like, you want, you want his number? <laughs> that would be <laughs> so exciting. Having Arnold yeah. call a guy who unfriended you. No, he didn't actually call. I wouldn't yeah. do that to somebody. Yeah. But um, no, he was just like giving me advice, like don't don't be with him, you know. Something. That's good. It's so, <laughs> really <Okay>. good advice. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. I like him having a hosting a dating show that's very clipped advice. You just explain <laughs> the situation. He always goes, "Don't be with him." <laughs> Coming up next, a girl named Samantha talks about a boyfriend, Philip. <laughs> so true. But hey, it was it was actually the right call. Okay, so. Uh, but yeah, uh, first of all, I've never, I've never really seen Seth Meyers show and he, he laughs a lot. He's pulling a camel, but whatever. <laughs> or, uh, far, sorry, Fallon. Fallon. All right. So is this the episode where we're just going to shit on Seth Meyers? No, no, I've, I've no problem with him. I just noticed it right now. Okay. Well, we usually got to choose a celebrity to, to fucking um, on, so. Let's see. Well, who else do I have here? Wait, who did we do last, last time? Well, for the Genesis episode, it was Fallon. Yeah, that is Ruffalo. So, I don't know. And then I, I think we ended up doing someone on purpose for Commando, but I don't think if we got if we got anyone last time. But now let's see. Uh, oh, don't worry. I'm probably going to shit on the director coming up. <laughs> so, <laughs> like right. eventually throughout this episode sometime. <laughs> but uh okay, so first of all, she uh dated somebody from like a band, but like it was like a Saves the Day or some like pop punk band. <laughs> And then ended up writing a song about them and release like, like after they broke up about the guy and releasing it. She she wrote the song. Yeah, like she wrote and like uh, recorded a song and then released it. I can't remember if it's like Saves the Day or like one of those bands. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it was supposed to be kind of funny. But then they did then they like uh, did like a reaction video to them watching it and making fun of it, which I was like fucking dicks. Yeah. But uh, whatever. Yeah, reaction videos are just kind of a weird thing in general. I don't know. I think I'm just an old man because, you know, I'll watch some like YouTube stuff, but I don't. There's like a whole. Well, there's like a whole YouTube culture where it's just like uh, personalities and they like react to stuff and then they fire back at each other. Like it's basically like a reality show soap opera that's going on on YouTube at all times. And I just haven't been able to wrap my head around it nor do i want to because it seems 
kind of lame. Yeah, also it's really boring and stupid because it's not <laughs> even like a reality show because they don't have, they never directly interact. It's just them saying shit, you know, yeah. from the protection of their own house or whatever. Like, It's an extremely boring version of like diss tracks and rap, you know? Like yeah, Tupac badass. and Biggie would go at it and talk shit about each other. Actually, I don't even know if Biggie really talks shit about Tupac. Tupac would definitely go after Biggie and eat out. Poor Biggie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, you know, they'd go back and forth and they release two tracks. They're like, yeah, just talking mad shit. But this is just like a bunch of white people talking. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that was that. And then the second one I have is, let me see, from a, uh, sorry, the second one is from a live Reddit AMA that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did with the director. And he's asked if he enjoyed playing a character that wasn't like an Arnold character. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And his response is kind of funny, which I didn't know they did. Uh, well, I guess that makes sense. Do, do either of you spend any time on Reddit? Uh, uh, not Wait. a lot. Yes, way too much. Do they do <laughs> like, is it more uh, live ones like as far as like this or is it usually well before all this shit happened or is it usually like the ones where they're where they're like uh typing this is probably the only one like this that i've seen oh really yeah okay okay so yeah here's the here's this yeah i mean that that was what was attractive to me you know first of all it's it's one of those uh characters that i don't think i would have been able to play 30 years ago uh, because first of all, I wouldn't have been able to relate to uh, the idea of having a daughter and uh, having a dying daughter. Um, and um, I don't think that I would have been that interested in doing that in the first place. But now, you know, at this age and uh, being a, having been a father for 25 years and um, not being as hungry about doing just big movies because it pays much movies. bigger dollars, <laughs> I have all the money in the world, so this is, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm not anymore, you know, on this thing like, you know, uh, in, the, in the 80s and 90s, there was this whole competition of who makes the most money, you know, and so I climbed up, you know, going to the top, and uh, then there was this uh, competition because Sly and me were the, the you know, the big, the, the highest paid, and then I had to... Uh, you know, top him, then he had to top me, and then this is how the, the guy. So there was no, there was no room. It was kind of like who kills more people on the screen, and, and uh, who kills them the most unique way, and uh, who has uh, the least amount of uh, body fat, and, and all this kind of, all this kind of who has the biggest guns. You know, so we grabbed guns. They were not any more normal guns. They were like guns from from helicopters and from tanks and stuff <laughs> that normally human beings cannot even lift. But we just did it easy with one arm and a brrr, and then, <laughs> killing quickly twenty people and all this. So I mean, there was there there was no room for a little movie like that. But the days since my goals are different, um, you know, this was a perfect opportunity for me to play something like that. Okay, so hold on, don't exit out of that yet, because there's uh, just like a little. It's like a little thing at the a quick thing at the end that that was kind of cool. Uh, so, thank you very much, all of you. Have a good evening. We have a space prepared where we're going to do. We have a whole line of uh, instead of a photo line, we will have a selfie line. <laughs> so 
Are you gonna get ready before you step up to me? Get ready with your phone so there's no screw-ups. Uh, because that's what happens to a lot of people. Is you gonna take a photo of oh, God damn it, this thing isn't work. I can get it on. Can you help me? So this takes too long. So I mean, so what we do is you get ready with the phone, and everyone here will get a selfie done with me. Okay. I thought, I thought that was kind of nice, like, the fact yeah, that it's he pretty had, like, cool. Yeah, that, like, he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that he, like, stays until everyone's done so they can get a picture. Yeah, that's pretty, because that's, that's probably, like, a, what, 100, 100 people in that auditorium or something? Yeah. Which, uh, I've seen that only one other time, and that was Andrew WK, so, like... Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, which was like after a, a like a warp tour, he started after his set, and then like two hours later, because uh, one of our friends was trying to get like to the front to get an autograph, whatever. But two hours later, he was still in the line and it barely moved, and it was because so I went to the front of the line to look, and he's like taking pictures, having conversations, like writing out like fucking paragraphs for Jeez. people, or like if somebody wants to talk. <laughs> Like he'll, he's like people are calling their friends on the phone and he'll talk to them for a minute. So this person's <laughs> like taking a few minutes. Yeah. And and I told him what happened. He's like, "Oh fuck this, let's get out of here." So but before we leave, because warp tour was done, like the the it ended, and he was still there. And he like he stands up like for the line of people. And he's like, he's like oh, they're packing up everything, but I'm gonna, I'm not leaving here till everyone gets a uh, like a signature or whatever. And then he's like. Party on! We're like, party on! Everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> we, we still ended up leaving, but that was cool. Uh, that is pretty great. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, and then uh, then this last one is just a unintentionally funny one. And it's a Q&A session he did for Periscope, which I think was like a video. I don't even know if that exists anymore. But it was like know, a leader. I don't think so, but I, I vaguely remember it. Yeah, but so he the interview takes place at his office, and the way he begins it is uh, interesting. So it's funny because Periscope was probably only like six years ago, and I have no idea what it was. It was it was like, like a, quick videos, like Vine or what? But I think it was like live stream stuff. That's yeah, that's right. Mm, so it's a lot yeah. like Instagram stories is now. Okay, so that makes sense for this, but it's still it's still funny. Okay, I'm gonna stop this. Like, there's no. I can just keep going with this, but I'm going to stop it for our benefit. Like when it, you, you get the point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, real quick, by the way, sorry for anybody listening. This video is 12 minutes. It's about 13 minutes long. Well, today we're doing the Periscope interview right here in my office. But before we go and start this, let me just show you very briefly my office. Here's Mr. Freeze, for instance, <laughs> right at the entrance. And then Jimmy Dean, famous painting. Then it's the Predator. And then of course you come right over here, it's from Terminator 2, the Terminator statue. Actually we used that one in a movie. Then we have from Terminator 1, the skeleton, right here. Then you come right into my office here. And here you have a big office, but right in the beginning we have Ronald Reagan and <laughs> great presidents here. Reagan, Lincoln, and Kennedy. Gonna pause it real fast again, sorry. I like how JFK's <laughs> head is leaning over, sort of, like he just got shot. All of them were made and sculpted by Robert Burks, who was one of my favorite sculptors. 
then you come over here, you turn around to the fireplace, you see my mother and my father here, they're always watching everything that I do. They still can ask them questions, <laughs> if I'm not sure about which direction to go. But anyway, here we have some fun right here, it's a beautiful painting by uh, Warhol, Russell Meeks, <laughs> uh, which I had bought many, many years ago. And then here is usually where I have my meetings. Okay, right okay. So I'm going to pause it. <laughs> Because I will skip to the end in a minute, but he he gives a tour for four and a half, almost four and a half minutes. <laughs> so out of this twelve, almost thirteen minute interview, four and a half minutes of this is him sh- showing the person that he's with the office. <laughs> so, like, which I was like, because I, I kept letting it run. I'm like, how long should I let this run? I'm like, eh. But yeah, so he goes like you just saw a pool table. He goes to the pool table next. This is the pool table where we. Do this. I'm not the great pool, ta- pool player, but yeah. And then he like goes behind, ends up behind the desk, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, 13 minutes long. Yeah, it just starts off super awkward like that, and then six minutes, about six minutes in, they're in the middle of the interview, and a grandfather clock starts going off and chimes like <laughs> doom, 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 and over one of his answers, and then a couple minutes later, the guy asks, uh, the guy asks Arnold what his weapon of choice is. Like, would be during a zombie apocalypse. So Arnold kind of, like, sort of starts, like, continuing the tour of his office. <laughs> so, what would your weapon of choice be for the zombie apocalypse? Um, I would say that they probably will use the swords. Um, hold on a second, let me just show you. I have a bunch of colon swords. That's very matter of fact. He's not smiling or anything. He's just like, well, I think it's the swords, probably. Back here down, you see a bunch of swords. <laughs> and this actually here is the original Conan sword. <laughs> so this sword I will probably take and just boom. <laughs> you know, put it through uh, someone's heart. Uh, but this is all, like I said, easier said than done because when it is your own daughter of course you couldn't do that i was not able to do it i had a shotgun there uh, with me and i had the shot that the doctor gave me i had everything but i just couldn't do it okay so, <laughs> so um, i just like kind of wish he would have gotten more into like describing exactly how it would have killed the zo- like the zombies with a sword <laughs> So I take it and I cover heart out, but yeah. uh, that's the same sword he had when he made a recent video talking about Trump. You know, um, came out probably uh, January of twenty twenty one. You know, where he's basically talking a lot of shit about Trump, and he mm-hmm. has the sword. I don't know if you guys seen that video, but he has uh-uh. the sword with him. He's like, "This is I don't a think I've sword seen that from Yeah, and he's it's on his desk the whole time. And you're like, "What the fuck?" And like six <laughs> minutes in, he finally like you know says it. It's the same story. <laughs> um, but like that interview was all kind of like that and really awkward, which makes sense if it's live, I guess, mm-hmm. like you said with Periscope. But like the whole thing made me curious if like maybe he possibly didn't want to do the inter- interview, but was kind of told he like had to to promote the movie. So like then he like went and told the Periscope guy that he has 15 minutes available, but then spends the first four minutes giving him an office <laughs> to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that'd yeah. be great just explaining really basic things to him like this is uh the china set that we keep on this table 
Well, it seems like from the um, the last thing that we watched, he just tends to go off on a tangent sometimes, yeah, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, he was talking about um, wanting to do that kind of movie, and he's, like, talking about how he used to care about making money, and then how big the guns were, and how they used to carry around the guns. Like, you're kind of <laughs> diverging from the original question and answer, <laughs> but I can watch you talk all day, dude. Yeah, so. but it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, it's and like I said before, it's mostly because that accent. Because like, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So there's just a couple more like trivia, like tidbits. We can do that at the end. But that is it for part one of our Maggie episode. Uh, we will be back next week with part two, which will include the movie summary as well as might just feature a few of our own little one-liners that we came up with, you know, to lighten up this depressing ass movie. So yeah, tune in for all those absolute gems. But until then, we'll... See you at the party, Richter!